Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You're listening to Donna and Steve, that's us, right here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, like music. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Hey, Steve. All right, I should just get this out of the way. Okay. Say something unpopular as we're talking about whatever. Toby Keith's Dive Bar Tour. Uh, Dirk Bentley. Jimmy McCracken, whatever. <laughs> um, love them all. Really big fan of country music. I love what they're doing. Um, I actually have grown to like country music. I kid. Okay. Right. But, you know, you say, I like a good dive bar. There's a band playing in the corner. You're clanking bottles with your buddies. It's a good Friday night. Yeah. Unless Woo. you don't like live music. Who doesn't like live music? Me, when it's at a restaurant or a bar. So let me just say this. I get it. It's unpopular. Here's, no, you're, you're not alone. You, you're not Here's alone. Here's the thing. When I get together. Now, and by the way, I support musicians. I want you to do great. People love you. This is wonderful. When I go to eat somewhere and I have a table of friends, the most annoying thing for me to do is to lean into them. Yeah, no, it's been, I've been working a little bit at home and some at the station. All I want to do is give me some soft... If you're going to have live music, I want it to be soft, low-volume jazz in the background. I don't want to raise my voice. I want to hear the people. I love ambient music. I'll put dinner music on a lot when I'm at home, but I control the volume of that. And the last thing I need is Billy ripping up there, <laughs> smashing away on the drums in the background, and I'm like, dude, I'm just trying I, to eat know, a steak and okay, talk to a friend. I, I think... When I think of going to see live music, I specifically seek out a band okay. or a yeah. local artist and go with friends that I talk to regularly, so we're not going there to catch up. I don't like standing, looking, and listening to music. No, no, no. I don't <laughs> like going somewhere with people I know and not talking. It's, I don't like that at all. What? That's why I never want to go to a movie with friends. <laughs> because I'm like, I want to talk to you. I want to have a dinner party where we just have dinner, chat, and there's some low music on in the background. I don't want to spend two hours of us doing this. And here's what we do, Donna, in intervals. We look up front, we clap, and then every two and a half to three and a half minutes we go, oh, that's a good song. <laughs> oh, here's okay, another one. All right, so I you just, didn't do I any of this in like college it. or anything? You didn't oh, go watch goodness, live music? No, no. Wow, and the whole... LA scene. No. There's so many so great many. bands. Yeah. No, I'll pass. Just let me hear you on the radio. You Big are fan an of radio. Old man. See, Donna, you said you go to you specifically go to listen to music, right? Yes. I mean, it's been a very long time, but when I did, yeah, and, it would be like, hey, um, the the suburbs are playing at fill in the blank. Let's let, go watch them. But let's say you show up at a restaurant and there's some guy playing his guitar in the corner and he's got it a little too loud. That's and you, different. And you didn't show up to technically see him. Are you kind of with Steve in that sense? Like, hey, turn it down a tad? Yes. Okay. But if I'm at a bar, if I'm at a chain restaurant and there's like, I don't know, 
Uh, I'm at the Sizzler, and here's an REM cover band. What's going on? Yeah, I I guess. Have you ever gone to, like, um, uh, like the Basilica Block Party? Love it. Absolutely not. Love it. Like, you go for the music. Now, that's outdoors. Yes. That's true. Which means sound travels a little bit better. You still have a better shot. You can ambiently enjoy it if you get far enough away from the stage. I just don't like music interrupting conversation. I never want to go to a concert with a friend. Because here's what you're saying. When you go to a concert with a friend, and, and by the way, Don, I had a great time at yeah, the concert thanks. that we went to. Yeah, together. I could tell. But <laughs> I just don't want to say, oh, we got here and then... 15 minutes after we get here, the music starts. So now we're going to go into, here's the opening act. Enjoy the next 30 minutes of us standing near each other and not talking. And then there's a 10-minute break, and now we do it again. And then there's a 30-minute break, and now for the next two hours, the final part of our night together, we're not going to talk. It's just songs. We could have listened to all this music, had it on low in my living room, and really caught up with each other. But here's the thing. I also, when I get together with people... By and large, and I feel like I've gotten worse at this as I've gotten older, but I really like intentional conversation. So when I used to get together with a group of friends in L.A., we would have these great dinner parties, but there was really intentional conversation of like, not just shooting the breeze, but like, what's really going on? Like, let's go around the table. Let's get some updates, some some highs, some lows. What's been, catch Guys, us up on what's actually going on. barbecue, you know? Well, yeah. Like, come over to my house. I'll have some ba- some background music. But if we're going out, which I am completely I don't against, go out, by I the don't way. Think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you used to be into it. You yes. used to be into it. Like, when I was your age, <laughs> that was, like, everything to me. But was... when you were 37, you were in, you know, like, in the weird, just human equivalent. You were 25, for that matter, at me at 37, I am 55. I was like a, a divorced woman going out with my single friends. Socializing is huge. Yes. Yes, I get that. Going really to all do. the, you know, local events and going to like Grand All Day and every outdoor festival we could. Yeah. I get yeah. It. All right. But right now, I'm fine never going anywhere. <laughs> I realize for my mental health and my, my, future mental stability yes. you're supposed to be like interacting and being important. engaged with people which i don't really need personally speaking we have a phone call i know i'm a homebody too just like you who do we have grant let's talk to liz real quick she's kind of just going on the same boat of what you guys were just saying how you doing liz Oh, wait, we're having a little trouble yeah. hearing you, Liz. Maybe turn down anything in your car and then talk a little more into your phone. Start again. I'm sorry. I'll take you up the speaker. So the series on Facebook called Man Enough is the hot guy from Jane the Virgin. And he sits these men down and they have these deep male conversations. I think you would really like the series. Oh, isn't he from here? He's he's our guy. No, he's not our guy. He's our guy. His name is Justin Baldoni. Yeah. And here's why he's our guy is because he helped out with uh, Zach Manuel. Sobiak. Oh, in, sure. And Clouds, and he was a producer that helped get that video together, and he participated. He produced, I think, maybe even directed Clouds, the movie that is on Disney Plus he about did. the Zach Sobiak story. Yes. Um, I bet I would like that. I bet I would like that. That okay. would that's that's good to know. And boy, is he a strikingly handsome guy. Uh, yeah, he's not bad to look at. No, he's not. And I'm with Steve. I am craving human contact so bad. 
now more than ever. But like Steve said, I, we recently were at a restaurant. I find the same thing as annoying with television. Televisions all over restaurants. Yes. Like we don't get enough TV at home. Oh, I want to make this conversation. And I miss it. I, I would agree. like to just go to a restaurant with no TV. There yeah, because then somebody you're talking to somebody and they're looking up at the TV. If we're at a Buffalo Wild Wings to go watch a Vikings game, I get it. But otherwise, it's it can be just a bit I rocking. I feel that, I mean, unless there's a game on that everybody wants to watch. But I also feel that way about people on their phones. I almost take it personally. Me too. I hear you. And I think that that's okay to take it personally. Thanks, Steve. On the flip side of it, though, having watched, um, what's it called, The Social Dilemma, oftentimes when you are with a friend and then you're talking with them and then they look down, there is certainly individual responsibility. That person needs a better self-discipline for sure. It's the one thing we all lack. That being said, there is an addictive nature to picking up your phone and then just opening it in the middle of a conversation when you know you want better. I, I read a book about social media and it talked about how we live such a fragmented life right now that we do everything in little bits and pieces, especially when you're super tethered to your phone. So you look at your computer, you looked up at the TV, you looked at the person that's talking to you, back down at your phone, at the person you're talking to, back to the TV. And they said, when you live life so fragmented like that, it's virtually impossible to put, to put together meaningful days, much less a meaningful life. Mm. Remember I used to yell at you and go, well, I stopped looking at your phone and you're like, my phone is a computer. Well, that is still true, we had a bit of a disconnect there because I have the grid up on my phone and I would watch things from my phone and you were, you know, Looking Paulina with papers. Yeah, and you had... Yeah, Yeah, I that know. was a little bit. I we know. got better. We got through it. We got through it. You're still my buddy. I want to go now. I do too. And here's what I think we can get into uh, next. Okay, could I squeeze one more music thing in after the break? Sure. So there was a Jimmy Buffett concert that's going to be happening in May and a bunch of people that bought tickets from resellers are now getting screwed. But I think it could be a good idea for how we could change the ticket buying industry. Not that I'm ever going to a concert, but still, I think this is a good change. So we'll dig into that and some more when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on Ugh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Ugh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs, I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately, <laughs> Donna. You do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high performance and eco friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Big Nasty back in the building. What's up? It's Big Nasty mid-mornings. Mm. No? I don't know about that. Mm. All right. Sorry. It's the Don and Steve show. It's nasty. I am Grant is here. Hey, Grant. Hey. Nasty like cool, you know? Like, oh, man, that was nasty. Nasty used to be used in so many different ways. Like, she's nasty. She's a very nasty woman. 
like nasty as in don't be nasty, like don't be yeah. rude. Then sure. it turned into skanky. Okay. Now you're using it as cool. Yeah, it's like whoo. Like, nasty. did you see? Yeah, well, I don't like I don't like that one as much. <laughs> but imagine like LeBron James dunked on somebody. Oh, that was nasty. I know what you're talking about. Big I see your reference. Nasty. I see your reference. Um, unrelated. Uh, let me get to Jimmy Buffett for a second. Let All me right. let me start with Jimmy Buffett. Uh, I do Jim- like him. Listen, you put Jimmy Buffett music on, I am instantly happy. And I would argue that three quarters of any room when Jimmy Buffett comes on feels better. I think you're right. Holly might be the only one who hates Jimmy Buffett. Oh, yes, she She does. Jimmy Buffett. (laughs) Holly, what is her problem? Yeah. Maybe Uh, it's just too pedestrian for her. Oh, sure. Sure. She's cool. She's hip. We're not. She's a yogi. She is a yogi. Mm. This is from usatoday.com. The story reads, there's trouble in Margaritaville. Parrotheads, some of whom paid more than $10,000 for a pot of four seats to the Jimmy Buffett and Coral Reefer Friends Tour kickoff at the Pavilion at Old School Square, this in beautiful downtown Delray Beach, Florida, just threw thousands of dollars away. This, according to venue organizers, turns out to get in the front gate on show night, your identification must match the name you provided at the time of purchase. This... From Carly Brinkman, their public relations specialist with Old School Square. And tickets are non-transferable. So here's what this means. People bought these from resellers. The tickets sold out in seconds when they went for sale on Monday. People then went to these resellers, itching so much to get out to a concert. And they are so dedicated to Jimmy Buffett that they said, we'll pay thousands of dollars for these four seats. And now concert organizers say, yeah... Someone in your car's name needs to match with the purchaser's name on those tickets or you don't get in. So people are upset because they paid these resellers. I don't know if they're going to be able to get refunds or not. So that's messed up. The people who paid the resellers need to be able to either get in this time or get their money back. However, an interesting concept as to maybe how we could put an end to scalping. All of these resellers who have these machines, these yeah. algorithms that gobble up. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All the tickets right away. Then they go to StubHub or whatever and they're selling tickets after the fact. And we, the everyman, has to pay twice or triple, or in this case a whole lot more, what the ticket price is, that'd be a great way to solve that problem. You, at least one person in your group, has to have the name of the person who purchased it. That That's actually, Donna, I'm pretty sure you you know that that's been going on for a while. I now. thought it was. Yeah, that's yeah. actually been something that's been, because like at local shows here, like at First Ave, if there's certain shows like that they know, like I, remember, I think it was even Garth Brooks, some big, when they were doing shows that were selling out really fast, there was a big act that came to town that required this because they didn't want people to go out and make I thought money. it was uh, Garth Brooks. Was it Garth Brooks I that required that? I thought it was. That? Yeah, so this is something that's been going on, actually. Mm. Well, they say that these tickets for the Jimmy Buffett concert series went on sale. Uh, the 
the tour dates are going to be May 13th, 14th, 17th, and 18th. They went on sale Monday at 10 a.m. They sold out in the first minute. And then hours later, like tickets the... popped up online through mm. Vivid Tickets, ticketsonsale.com, neither of which responded to requests for comment from the Palm Beach Post. But it's really a wrecked way of having to get tickets to most concerts now. And if the entire industry sort of bonded, binded, bounded, came together and said, nope, we ha- this is the industry standard. No more reselling. I don't know. I'd love it. I like Coral Reefer Tour. That's funny. <laughs> it's fun because of the reef. Er. Oh. See, there, 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 Coral Reef. Do a lot of people at Jimmy Buffett concerts smoke pot? Yes. yes. Oh, all right. <laughs> Cheeseburger Jeez. Paradise, my man. Yes. Is that he's what that song's about? about? No, but... No, but he's all about the, you know, that... What do you call it? That not lifestyle, that... Yeah, the lifestyle. The hippie lifestyle, living by yeah. the beach, kind of taking yeah. it easy, smoking a joint, having a drink, no cares, no Fs, you know. But I didn't no say Fs. the word. Yeah, giving no Fs. You know, sometimes you ever you ever go somewhere to like a Caribbean island on vacation? And even when I've cruised there, I remember on our honeymoon, we stopped off in this one island and there was a little bar right off, right when you get off the cruise ship. Yeah. But it was on this little sandy beach. And I was looking around and I thought, some of these people are not on a cruise right now. They're just here living this mm-hmm super laid back life and i don't know if it gets old vacations are vacations and feel like vacations because they're vacations um yeah if you you live in saint thomas every day do you feel as magical as you do when you get off a cruise ship and go walk around in saint thomas for a day i don't know probably not no probably not because you're probably like get out of here what am i gonna do today yeah go to the beach and just deal with karen over here Sorry, Karens. Um, you know what we should do? What up? We should play a game in which I win <laughs> right now. Yes. We should get someone on the right, phone. Right. Okay, the game is the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, which Donna more or less loses. You can call now, 651-641-1071. You can bet on me if you want to win. You can bet on Donna if you enjoy pity parties. And then uh, we'll see who wins. you got to bet on the right person in order to get a prize. 651-641-1071. Call now. Ah, game time. You know, sometimes the hardest part about going to the gym is literally going to the gym. That's where the Y comes in. When you become a YMCA of the North member, you get free access to Virtual Y. Five to six live streams daily on fitness, well-being, cooking, and more. Plus, if you join by April 30th, you'll get $0 enrollment and a free personal training session, too. Go to ymcanorth.org. Hey, good morning. Welcome back, you guys. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Let's play a game. It's time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. All right, well, we're going to start out this College of Pop Culture Knowledge with the birthday wish. We're going to give happy birthday to Juliet. It's her 16th birthday. She's a big listener. I think her dad might have called in to wish her a happy birthday. So I just wanted to wish happy birthday to Juliet. Happy 16th birthday. Okay. Happy All right. Birthday, hey, sweet Julia. 16 and Halfway never been to... kissed. And then right now we have Tanya from Waverly on the phone with us to play today. Steve is currently in the lead 45, 33. Oh, yeah. 
And Tanya can pick the plate with either Donna or Steve. I guess I could have left that score out. How you doing, Tanya? Hello. I'm doing well. Tanya, how old are you, my friend? Rude. Oh, Steve. I'm trying to get rid of the, the fact that we're not embracing our age is a shame, and so I'm trying to push us all to a deeper life. How old are you, Tanya? I turned 58 this year. That's my girl. Hey, Halfway to 116, smuckers. There you oh, go. Yeah. Hey, Tanya, what if you're only at the halfway point of your life, Tanya? Think about that. With oh, the advancement boy. of medicine, I, I, what if you were I at halftime? I'd like that. Yeah. 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 The final that? 25, 30 years would probably be pretty tame. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> be pretty late. Oh my God. Oh, no. I hope. I look. I hope you live as long as you should. All right. I'm Amen. Gonna, I'm going to go. Amen. Okay, no, Donna, stay. No, <laughs> yeah, no, Tanya's going to hit me. I'm uncomfortable. Okay. I screwed this up. Okay. All right, Tanya, you're playing for a at-home movie screening of Voyagers. It's a mixture of romance, sci-fi, and suspense, and it's currently in theaters. So today you're playing for that, and your topic is iconic toys. Iconic oh, toys. Who do you want to play with, Donna <laughs> or Come with Steve? me, Tanya. Come with me, my friend. Okay, Steve, I could go with you. Tanya! We, we need to get Donna's. Score up. Yeah. Thank you, oh, Tanya. you mean so like your age? Girl. Whoa! Going with Donna. Yeah! All right, fine. Woo! All right. Sorry, I didn't me even mean that. Otherwise, I said that. Whoop, whoop. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to go now. Tanya, are we okay? I feel like I screwed things up with us. Yeah, I think <laughs> I did. I did. All right, I'm all leaving. Good, all right. Steve, it's all good. All right, I'm going to go <laughs> we'll sit see. and think. We'll get you back shortly here, Steve. All right, Donna, you ready to rock and roll here? I don't know. I'll try. Okay. Ah! Tanya, we'll come back to you at the end, and you two can help each other out for the answers after we go through these with Donna, all right? Great. All right, here we go, Donna. This mid-'80s popular animatronic children's toy is a talking bear. The toy's mouth and eyes move while he reenacts stories played on an audio tape, audio cassette tape deck built into his back. He's Teddy Ruxpin. This line of stuffed toys was created by H. Ty Warner in 1993. The toys are stuffed with plastic pellets rather than conventional stuffing. Um, uh, Cabbage Patch Kids? This toy was one of the most iconic toys of the 1980s. They were, they, they were huge because they came with an actual birth certificate and adoption page. Papers. Cabbage Patch Kids, and the second one is I. H. Ty Warner in 1993. Soft mm. toys with plastic. Oh, pellets. they're um, they're the they're 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 the, the beady babies. <sighs> beady babies, yeah. There you go. Okay. You give it to us because she would have said it. Anyway. She would have said it anyways. We're giving that to you. So we can, uh, uh, Did you want to help her out with any of those other ones? How do you feel about those, Tanya? I think that they're spot on. Okay. Should we bring back Steve or should we just let him kind of sit by himself? Let's just stare at him for a minute. Um, let him stew in his ageism. Right? <laughs> right. Jeez. He's got to stop asking You that. know what the good thing is, though? Once you hit your 50s, you don't, you don't really care. I, exactly. Nothing bothers matter. you. Yeah, Steve, he can't hurt us. All right, I'll call him That's back. Right. All right, come on. Come on, Steve. Steve, come on. He's putting his headphones on. Okay. <laughs> Hey, okay. Steve. How's Hi, it going? Uh, really good. Hey, Steve, how old are you? I'm 37. Okay, good to know. Right. I am halfway to, what is that, 74. 70, that's good math. Uh-huh. All right. Steve. All right, buddy, here we go. We'll go with these questions, and we'll see how you do. We'll come back to you again, Tanya. All right? Yep. Okay, here we go, Steve. This mid-'80s popular animatronic children's toy is a talking bear. The toy's mouth... Teddy Ruxpin. The, well, we got to start the liner here. Here we go. This line of stuffed toys was created by H. Ty Warner in 1993. The toys are stuffed with plastic pellets rather than conventional soft stuffing. 
Beanie Babies? This toy was one of the most iconic toys of the 1980s. They were a huge hit because they came with an actual birth certificate and adoption papers. Shoot. Is this my Be My Little Baby? Not Cabbage Patch Kids. Is it Cabbage Patch Dolls? Um, My Little Baby. My Little Pony. My Real Baby. Baby Be Mine. Cabbage Patch. Final. Did you... Cabbage Patch is your final? Nice job on that final, Steve. That was a good final answer. You got all three of them right, and so did no Donna. And so the first answer was the 1980s popular animatronic toy was Teddy Rubskin, where you could put an audio tape in the back Teddy of it. Teddy Ruxpin. Not, don't say Rubskin. Ru- it's a Ruxpin. different toy. Rux. Yeah, my apologies. Uh, <laughs> Beanie Babies was, in fact, the 1993 Ty Warner soft or non plastic pellet uh, toy and cabbage patch kids did in fact come with an actual birth certificate and adoption wow. papers so all i was thinking of the baby that peed in a diaper oh that's baby alive baby alive and um, you know uh when you said the tie thing that's what made me think because i can see the tag says ty mm-hmm. on all the beanie babies oh it took me a second and just a hail mary did you know that Cabbage. ty warner was actually named after ty cobb i found that out that's why he's ty oh, i did so Ty, the Ty on Beanie Babies oh. was because of his name, but he was named after Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb from Royston, Georgia. And what? from uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. There you go. Ooh, full circle. All right, guys, we got the tiebreaker. Tanya, if you know the answer, just say it. Say your, say your name, excuse me, if you know the answer, okay? Grant, we would like to ask a question first. We, yes. the group, would like to ask a question first. Yes. Are you asking this in a tricky way? <laughs> That'll help us know when we should say our name. Uh, you just have to wait and see. All right. You have to wait and see. <clears throat> Tonka Toys is a local Minnesota company that was originally located in Mound, Minnesota. What toy are they most known Steve. for? Steve. They're Tonka trucks. They're Tonka trucks. Be more specific. It's their, their dump trucks. There you go. The dump trucks, the mighty yellow dump truck is what they are known for. Sorry, Tanya, and sorry, Donna. Steve is our uh, manager today. Look at that. Right. You know oh, what? We're mature women. We can handle it. <laughs> That's right. Sorry, Tanya. Thank you for trying to help me, though. Hey, no worries. Right. Have a good day, you guys. You Thanks, too. Thank Tanya. you for listening. Dang. I gave Tanya I know, that G I've cord. I've even been there. I've been to Tonka. You've been to the factory? Yes. Out Mount out there? Yes. Yes. Because huh. every time my brother comes to visit, we have to find something else to see. <sighs> Look at this, Steve. See the screen? Yeah, Russell L. Wankstern. 87, toy chief of the dump truck co-creator. This is my grandpa's, uh, it's his, um, what's it called? When you pass away. Pride and joy, his no, uh, when legacy. They, no, when, when you pass away, they give a, not a eulogy. His obituary. Obituary. He was in the New York Times. He oh, was a big part of Tonka Toys. He was actually, that. yeah, he was one of the co-creators of the Yellow Dump Truck. And he wow. Was, yeah, I feel like you've amazing. told us this before. Do you have Tonka Trucks? Do you have any classic Tonka Truck toys that would be worth a lot of money? Uh, we have, well, see, that's the thing is they're not actually worth a lot of, like some of the old, old stuff is, but mm-hmm. because they lasted forever, everybody oh. still has theirs. So there's not as much. That's why like when you're watching American Pickers, you don't see them picking Tonka Toys as much as because they lasted the time mm-hmm. as long as they could so how about that that's a pretty cool blades too? no was that whammo no that they never did the whammo do hula hoops mm-hmm. donna's so holding up a cup yeah, right her- now that writes or reads <laughs> up yours y-e-r-s i mean you're sickening every time you ask a question about age we're going to give you something like that i'm sorry mm-hmm. do you see what i'm doing though with the age I think that should be our question now for everyone who calls in to play a game. 
how old are you so that we can take away the power that being one number versus another has is better or worse i'm not trying to say oh that means you're old i'm trying to say whatever age you are own it don't hide it I like it for Millennial X Games. I think it works for Millennial X Games, which we have coming up later today. Oh, we do? That's right. It's Wednesday. Yeah. Hey, Steve. All right. um, I came across a list of of five things on Mother's Day that disappoints your mom. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Mother's Day, it is coming up. Okay. Okay. So here are the five things that make moms most disappointed on that very special day. This is according to a survey, okay? Okay. It's May 9th, by the way, which is a week and a half from now. Oh, my word. Having to clean up after the party or the meal. Mm. That disappoints mom. Not being able to take a break from the everyday routine. That is the number two most popular answer. Things that disappoint mom on Mother's Day. Mm. Feeling exhausted at the end of the day. Mm. Waking up early. Let her sleep. Yes, <laughs> Let her of sleep. sleep. Let her sleep. Mute or Kelly. And <laughs> not getting any time alone. I, you know what? That's a first for me. I haven't heard any mom say that. I've heard dads say that. Yes. I haven't heard a mo- like a mom usually wants to do something with the kids, with the no, family. No, they don't. No, they don't. Okay. You're wrong. Okay. You're, you guys. Well, that's are, what I've heard from all the moms in my life. But it's the dads who are like, I, I just think, want to go play golf by myself. I now I feel the exact opposite. I feel like I only hear women say, I want a break, give me a break, send her out for a manicure and a pedicure or a spa day, go see a movie with a friend, go out to eat with your friends. As a dad who's out of the house more, I want the day to be filled with like doing something with the kids. You know what? I also think, Steve, that it has to do with where the kids are in age. For sure. Totally, totally, totally. So like my sister, all her kids are grown now and all she wants is time with them well totally yes and if you have a mother of younger ones elementary and down they 24 want 7 they're with a, them yet a break yeah stinky sue is it stinky sue who wants to see the it's kids my sister more? susan <laughs> okay don't well. call her stinky sue i'm sorry she's not just... stinky at all <laughs> she, she was... actually smells really good <laughs> she was just, she was smoking for a while, so yeah, she, she smelled smoke like an anymore. ashtray. Wow! I'm just saying. How would you like it if I called your brother Stinky Scooty? Great. <laughs> he doesn't even smoke, and I think he smells a bit off. <laughs> it's totally okay. You know, people who smoke cigarettes, they don't know how terrible they yeah, smell. It's true. Public service announcement: You stank real bad, and when you come into our house, you stink. It's always smell. It's like when I smoke a cigar, which I used to smoke a cigar a few times a year. Now it's been years, I think, since I've smoked one. My wife, I essentially, it was it was such a, I felt like I was really getting yanked around in all the wrong ways because I'd walk in the house and she's like, everything smells terrible. So she's telling me to take my clothes off immediately. And it has 
nothing to do with anything fun. You know it's just else? like take your clothes off and go take a shower <laughs> and burn them. You know what else? When you go to like um, a, a Japanese restaurant Steak where you house. sit with strangers, oh, yes. strangers, I always leave my coat in the car. <laughs> Me too, Don. And why do I have to sit with people I don't know? I agree. Don't like it. Yeah, I don't need to know what Jim's ordering. Clearly, yeah. his wife, Catherine, is scared of the whole process. And I don't want to split everything that's on the grill. I don't divvy it up with these strangers. You get some shrimp, he gets some shrimp, and someone's getting shrimp into a chef's hat that I'm going to yep. put on their head. And I'm going to crack an egg, too. For Speaking of onion reason. rings, the volcano, what a thing that is. Uh, by the way, onion rings, the kind that I like that we were talking about, because Lord has an Instagram page where she rates onion rings. Nice. Um, Beer-battered onion rings Ooh. are the kind that I like. Oh, sure. Not the breadcrumby ones. Okay, yeah, I disagree with you there. I want the breadcrumby ones. It's okay. Let's do some more uh, food news when we come back. All Uh, right. Domino's is bringing back something from, I think, way back in the 80s. So, nostalgia... Reign supreme. When we return that and some more... Oh, wait until you hear what Nathan's hot dogs are doing. Is everybody doing this now? I'll tell you about it when we come back on my talk. 79 or 70 noise, right, Donna? Right, Steve. Exactly what I was thinking, but completely different. (laughs) Sausage! Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! Annoyed. Hey, are we going to have food on Friday? If not, I'm Um, not coming. What do you, I'll just get you whatever the cartoon survival kit was, beans, sausage links that you drape around your neck, and a hobo's handkerchief on a stick. Is that good? I was told there would be craft services. Couldn't you see Donna just living her best life on a train, on a train car, not a passenger train, a freight train it has an empty box, and she's like, this is Yeah, I got that it. stick hanging over my shoulder. Yeah, yeah totally. block of Cartoon. cheese. Yes. All I need is, you know those necklaces made of candy? Yes. I just Love need that it. to just be little um, protein pieces. <laughs> you know, some kind of protein. Thank yeah, you. jerky. A jerky choker. A jerky choker, but it has to be turkey jerky, because I don't do regular jerky. It can be regular jerky. If I had to, I would. Do you want to swallow the raw eggs on Friday on Twin Cities Live? Donna's co-hosting, so it's the Donna and Steve show on TV this Friday. You no. want to swallow a raw egg with me? I do not. Thank you. <laughs> we could up the ante do it through a straw. Oh. What? Nope. Thanks, though. The only times I've done that, I have been on the show, and it was because somebody dared me, you know, and I'm an idiot, and then I'm like, all right, I'll drink this. Are your parents still in town? I think so. Because I didn't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, are you the same guy with your parents? Because your mom seems very poised. No, that's that's bull dookie. Here's what happens. Anytime, anytime that I put my family on TV or have them on the air or whatever, they always get tight. And they're always then super tight and on their best behavior and nothing like what they are in real life. She's okay. a lunatic. Okay, I'm not She's that. insane. In case you don't know, she uh, she played the College of Pop Culture Knowledge yesterday. Very my poorly. mother changed. She was uh, yes. <laughs> As I did I. Then later she said, "Steve, what was the tiebreaker?" She's asking me what the tiebreaker oh, was. Yeah. And then right. she said, "I knew all those movies. The Jennifer Lawrence movies yeah, was we the did category." Too, yeah. I said, "We all knew the movies. None of us knew the titles. We couldn't come up with them in enough time." Anyway, food news. Noid. The oh. Noid. 
from the 80s Domino's commercials is coming back. Yes. Do you remember the Noid? Yes. Mm-hmm. The Noid was a character from some Domino's pizza ads in the 80s. He hated pizza, and he was kind of like a brief pop culture phenomenon. <laughs> and he's back. The Noid is going to be fighting the new technology that Domino's is using, like self-driving delivery cars in their new ads. Now, during the Noid's first run, he was also a star of a classic Nintendo game called Yo, Noid! And he's going back to his video game roots now, too. He's being added to a mobile game called Crash Bandicoot on the run. I went to play the commercial, and Domino's posted a new Noid ad, but there's no noise on the Noid. There's no volume. It's nothing. No, nope. You get nothing. I tried it in multiple places. No noise on the Noid ad. Don't show me your scabs, Donna. <laughs> That's not why we have these cameras up. I'm going to have these shut down if you're just going to keep showing me your eczema. I wasn't really showing it to you. I was using the camera as a mirror. <laughs> Is it a Pepsi t- or was it a pizza tie-in? Because that thing kind of looks like pepperoni on your elbow. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? I have psoriasis. Okay. Eat more things. It'll help beef up your immune system. Okay. Anyways, the Noid is coming back and right. Donna has psoriasis. Awesome. Combo. Nathan. <laughs> I'll have the combo platter. A little bit of Donna psoriasis with the side of noise. Yeah, would you like some freshly grated Parmesan? Do you have any psoriasis skin shavings? I'll take some of that right on the top. Thank you. Okay. Very annoyed. All right. Um, Nathan's Hot Dogs. You know they do the Nathan's Hot Dog Contest? Yeah, they're big on the East Coast. That's what everybody's looking for. Well, oh, what the bleep? What's the matter? This all went away. Nathan's is offering a vegan option now. Mm. What? You know, I have a friend who gifted me some salmon hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love the salmon hot dogs. I don't know, but what I a ended up. Friend. I was so she gave them to me, but I happened to be staying at another friend's uh, dog sitting, and I left them in her oh, freezer. No. And now she's trying to give them back to me, and I'm like, I, oh. I want someone else to bite into that before I. <laughs> I'm just going to guess that a salmon hot dog no bun does not plate well. I do not like the fleshy tone (laughs) of a salmon tube. (laughs) Jeez. I have a friend who gifted me salmon dogs. I know. Is it really a friend? Oh, Oh, you Google it. They've got chili cheese and salmon hot dogs. Oh, you can Google. Oh, Google. Oh, my gosh. Look at the pictures of them. They're gross looking. And she keeps asking me if I tasted them yet. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, they're still in the freezer. It's just really aging them. <laughs> I also don't like the end of any hot dog. Oh, that's the best part. Yes. Not appearance-wise. Yeah, but that skin mm-hmm. and then... Like, it looks like a balloon knot. You, yeah. get, what I'm, you get where I'm going. It's true. It tastes fantastic. If there was one part of the hot dog that had to be named Durop, it would be the <laughs> little ending. Durop. Hot Durops. Maybe Durop. that's, we sell those this summer. Uh, by the way, there is a really cool place, though, called the Herbivorous Butcher, or Herbivorous Butcher, if mm. you're hoity-toity. And they're local. They're in town. We featured them on Twin Cities Live this week. And they have no, it's a, it's a meatless butcher shop. Oh, wow. And it's really good. I had this Italian sort of Italian-style hoagie that they made. 
And oh my gosh, it was so good. And then I get home what? and my mom and dad just keep, they've asked me four times, did you really like that? And I said, so you guys must have really not thought this was going to be good. They said, yeah, it didn't look like it would be good. And I said, I know, you think it's there's no meat and it's a meatless butcher shop and it's not going to be good. It was really, really good. You wouldn't be able to figure it out on a blind taste test. Where do you, where are they located? Uh, in the Twin Cities. Thanks, Steve. Herbivorous uh, Butcher. Herbivorous okay, got it. Butcher. Okay, um, that Beyond Meat is really good. It really tastes like a burger. So I wonder if, because it's uh, chickpeas. A lot of this stuff is made from chickpeas. Thank you. Try it out. All right, guys. We'll be right back. Grant is going to have a dirt alert. And then, um, whoa, Steve, I got a story for you. Don't go away.